All right, Hot Grits Podcast, Episode 11. I'm Travis Chardon, and with me, as always, is Spencer Maddox. And guys, we got a heavy Last Dance episode. We're talking Jordan. We're talking Jordan Isaiah. We're talking Dream Team. We'll talk a little bit about Atlantic City. We'll also get me and Travis's take on the NFL. Uh, Andy Dalton to Dallas. The schedule's released. Big week. Uh, but first, Travis. Huge fucking week. Schedule release, dude. Can you imagine the hype for this thing? A formulaic schedule that we we already know <laughs> what's coming out. How sad are we right now, dude? That's like, so boring. And dude. the thing is, I am so pumped to find out in which order the Dolphins will go 3-9. and nine, Yeah. Or 3-40. and yeah. 40, Or whatever they do. It doesn't matter what order it is. That's better than the 7-9 and nine that we're sure the Falcons are going to go. And there's inevitably going to be the Thursday night Dolphins-Jets game. They'll bill it as a quote-unquote rivalry. Uh, they'll make sure that's at the back end so it can be flexed out. Oh, absolutely. For teams that actually matter. The Thursday night schedule we've been promised is going to get better for six years. Every year that's the promise is that the Thursday night games are going to be competitive this year. And they're never competitive. But yeah. that's not what I want to talk about first. What I want to talk about first is that mustache that mustache you got so it's great radio you guys obviously cannot see the mustache now i may have to tweet a picture of it soon oh a picture's Uh, going live on instagram here's what here's what i did children i needed to shave because i was looking uh like garbage like i think most of us if we're honest with ourselves are looking if we're sheltered in place and we're not working uh and we're not going out to restaurants and bars and whatnot and girls uh, don't have to see you. That's the main thing is you, you're not around any girls. So right. You're like, Stock Ugh. photos on Tinder. You don't have to have current <laughs> ones. You guys, do, if you're listening to this, you know the game already. I expect that from you, dear listener. But here's the thing. I got super fucking bored. So I started shaving my face. And I got halfway through and decisions had to be made. <laughs> you know, And you know, any guy that's ever shaved and looked in the mirror and said, maybe I take a chance. Is that you? how you made that decision? You got... You literally started shaving, and then you were like, you know what? I'm going to leave it. Well, I said, I have to shave a lot of this lettuce off because it looks gross. Right. So off the rip, that's got to go. And then you got to decide, are you trimming or are you shaving like baby face shaving? So I went baby face shaving because I figured, shit, I probably won't shave again for another month. Then came time. I got the neck all done, cheeks all done, got the chin taken care of, and then came the upper lip area. And uh, I'll be honest, it was a lonely moment at first, but I liked what I fucking saw in the mirror. Well, Trav, um, Twitter what? has not been so kind to me for those who have seen it. Uh, Dude, your Twitter's popping. Should I, should I reveal the... The best one was the Home Depot one. Uh, yeah. Someone, and you know who you are, and I'm not giving you the satisfaction of telling you, uh, telling the people who you are, but someone DM'd me, and they had gotten a picture, uh, a current picture of my mustache, I'm assuming from... Either my sibling or one of my asshole friends. Anyway, the guy says to me... It for sure wasn't me. Well, now I definitely believe you. Wasn't me. Uh, So, thanks, Shaggy. Uh, So the guy... That's my my next look. Continue. The guy DMs me and says, "Uh, Yeah, I like what you did, but you kind of look like a guy that would walk up to me in Home Depot and ask if I needed help, but yet you don't actually work at Home Depot. That's (laughs) what he said I looked like with this mustache. Uh, another guy. That guy's the real MVP. Another guy chimed in, and it could be the same guy with a burner. 
Another guy chimed in that said, he, I looked like I coached third base for a Little League team for which my son does not play. So my son's not on the team, and I'm still in the box with this nose furniture. Uh, I like the mustache. I'll tweet it at some point this week. I'm quite sure you guys will not like it. Uh, but you know what? I did it. Fucking excellent content and plot twist. Both of those Twitter accounts are Kevin Durant. But that would make sense. What what I'm screaming is obviously your mustache grabs the headlines. Is my lettuce like the low key? Is it the dark horse for MVP though? Because um, well, I got the curls flowing. I mean, pushback between me and you. No one else is listening. Um, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Plenty of people. It's else. not even back page. Okay. News. I'll be honest with you. That's fair. All right. Let's circle before you do last dance. Let's circle back quickly to um, the NFL. I think there are a couple of kind of cool things every year with this schedule, right? Right. We know the Super Bowl winning team will be on the opening Thursday night game. Uh, I think most people would agree with me in saying the Thursday night game by itself to open the season is not really that exciting. What's exciting, I, I think, I mean, it's exciting, but there's only one game. If you're on national TV week one, Sunday night or Monday night, that's cool. And that's where I could see something. And I don't know how formula, you know, formula wise it matches up, but at some point, man, I hope we see Brady versus, versus the Pats. Oh, they, God. They've got to give us that, right? Oh God. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, it's got to be a primetime game, and it's got to be early in the season. Um, is it not? It, I mean, it's been the schedule's been released. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to look at that. I didn't see. The full schedule release is, is on Thursday, and we're okay. we're recording this on Wednesday night, April sixth. You guys will be hearing it if you're on time uh, on Thursday, April seventh. So by the time you hear this, the schedule will probably be out. Um, but either way, th- that's the kind of thing. I mean, there are cool things. I'm trying to think of some other. Uh, non-divisional matchups that would be cool just because of players. Right. Um, I would think, uh, you know, anything with Joe Burrow facing either Jay Gruden or, and I think, what, Gruden's in Jacksonville now? Absolutely. Uh, Or by some miracle if Andy, uh, you know, the Ginger King is starting for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and they end up playing... You know Cincinnati. That could be kind of funny. Um, I I would like to see at some point in time Jameis Winston become Jameis Winston for just moments at a time. Maybe Breeze needs a break. Maybe Taysom Hill. They can't find him because of course you'd have to. I'm locked in. I'm locked into anything. Falcon Saints. I'm locked into anything. Joe Burrow, dude. I really want to see. That's every year though. Falcons. If it's yeah. in the division, it's every yeah, yeah, yeah. Year. It's the non. But- Especially this year, with it's such a make or break year for the Falcons, such it. I mean, the, nobody's talking about the Saints really, but this is. If you compare the Saints and the Patriots dynasty, this is such a make or break year for them as well as probably their last real shot. You know what I mean? And whoever wins that matchup throughout the year tends to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Year to year, so I want to see that. I also, I'm. I'm dead set on seeing Burrow versus, uh, you know, Cleveland. You know, I, I want to see. I want to see that. And what's what's your take on that? I mean, what do you what do you think is the team of Ohio? 
uh, the team so. of Ohio. Yeah. Every year is the Cleveland Browns, baby. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns are definitely the team. This year, they're flying under the radar a little bit because uh, last year they were fucking shitty. Um, I think, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be fascinating regardless, right? Because he's the number one overall pick. He's a quarterback. Uh, he's got great lettuce up top, good come over skills. Um, and the Bengals actually are sneaky, not shitty for a while. Um, what about. Is is there anything this year, um, you know, like every year if two quarterbacks are drafted close to each other, right? Sands, Herbert, Tungavaloa. Is there anything? Tungavaloa. Yeah. Why did I call him that? That's instead your of, quarterback instead of Tua. That's your QB. Yeah, he's awesome. But like, I don't think if Tua and Herbert match up this year, I'm not gonna be going crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really care if Tua beats Herbert in a straight-up one-on-one game. I don't think anybody does. Um, uh, one more thing on the NFL, Spencer, unless you had something else on the schedules, which I'm already bored as fuck. Yeah, talking fuck about no, schedules. I don't. Um, I, I, think, I think what Cam Newton said about, and what was reported that Cam Newton said about not signing anywhere unless he's a starter. And by starter, he means, like, he's... The apparent starter. Yeah. Like, obviously, if he lost his job by performance, I'm sh- he wouldn't have any say in that. But he's not going to sign anywhere where he's not the obvious number one. I, it's going to make a lot of white guys mad. A lot of old white guys mad because he doesn't want to put in the effort and blah, blah, blah. But if you're Cam Newton, this kind of thing hasn't really been done before. You sit back. You stay, quote, unquote, healthy. At least you're not using whatever bullets you have left. Somebody's getting hurt. There will be a quarterback that's going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. And then by that time, the market will be Cam Newton. So, in other words, he will have set his own market. And if you're a team that starts, say, five and two, you know, and your quarterback's out for six weeks, your fan base will riot if you stick with a backup quarterback, if your backup quarterback's not capable, right? Absolutely. If the Bills lose Josh Allen... like, the injury injury aside, Cam Newton should be a starting quarterback day one. And if if that doesn't happen, there's there are 15 teams in the NFL that need an upgrade at the quarterback position. You say that though, but like it just because Cam Newton is better than a quarterback already on someone's roster, is Cam Newton better than Sam Darnold in uh New York for the Jets? Yes. Yes, of course. I think Yes. That's got to be obvious, right? Are the Jets ever going to sign Newton and put him over Darnold? No. They should. And, but they should, but that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of thing I can't rationalize. But if so me if you, you say, can see that, somebody getting paid millions of dollars a year to do that should be able to rationalize this guy. He might be the quarterback in five years, maybe, but he'll never be as good as Cam Newton is now. He's definitely not good as Cam Newton at his peak. If I'm the guy that drafted Darnold, right, okay, and then and I so go and then I go sign, line. right, right. If I go sign Newton and Newton excels, I fucked up by drafting Darnold. Okay, if Darnold starts and they don't sign Newton and he's shitty, I fucked up by drafting Darnold. There's only one way out. Darnold has to play, and Darnold has to be serviceable for you to keep your job. That's why they aren't going to sign him, even though they probably should. But mark my words, Cam Newton will have an impact on at least one NFL game this year. 
and that's more than most quarterbacks will have this year. Like, Cam Newton's unsigned, and he will have an impact more than most backup quarterbacks that are already signed. So I don't think him not signing early is a stupid decision. I think he's betting on an injury happening, and history would show that he's probably right. Somebody's going to get hurt, and so I think Cam Newton's, you know, at least worthy of being able to try this out. Uh, anything else from the NFL? Well, yeah. Guys? What, did, what did you think about Andy Dalton to Dallas? Uh, I think it makes... It makes sense for Andy Dalton to stay home. It makes I mean, harder. I mean, I don't give a shit about... Does, this, does that happen if the coronavirus isn't a thing? Andy Dalton goes to a team Whoa. that needs it. I mean, I don't know about that. Here's what I do know. Prescott signs the one-year franchise tag. I mean, obviously he didn't sign it. They franchise tagged him. If... Prescott was thinking about maybe holding out because Joe blows the backup in Dallas. He's Dal- not anymore. Dalton Dalton is, I think, more than serviceable as a backup. I mean, if you put him as the number two on Dallas's roster, he slots in as one of the five best backup quarterbacks in the NFL, I would say. It's probably top three. Top probably two. top right. And so if Prescott even had a thought of holding out, that He was, doesn't know. That was so that's, that's the. I don't that's know. That's the why they signed him. Yeah, but that didn't hurt. It's just smart. It's just good business to have a good quarterback on your roster. Period. Right. I, I wouldn't know. I'm a Dolphins fan. <laughs> but shit. I mean, Falcons are going into the season with Matt Schaub as their backup quarterback, who uh, last time I checked is giving dap to Methuselah somewhere. But I, c- I cannot believe Matt Schaub was actually in the league before they started allowing forward passes. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's wild that he's got had a leather helmet on. When yeah. He, yeah. People forget that actually Matt Schaub was the one who was the role model for Johnny Unitas. Yeah. He's the one that brought Johnny Unitas. Yeah. A lot of people forget that. Um, George Clooney played him in a movie <laughs> one time. Uh, <laughs> George Clooney did play him in a movie. Uh, who who would have thought that we'd be here right now? Not me. Not me. Not, not me. Not me. Not us. Look at us. <laughs> uh, let's talk Glass Dance. This thing keeps getting better and better. Uh, I say that, but honestly, obviously there's nothing for it to compete with, so it's going to be great. Uh, I I think the Dream Team stuff for me, Spencer, uh, was the most interesting because any, like that, thinking about Bird, and, you know, not in their prime, thinking about Bird, Magic, Carl Malone, Pippen, Jordan, uh, Stockton, uh, somehow fucking Christian Leitner got a, got the 12th spot on the bench. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is still pissed about it. Chuck Daly's the coach. Uh, that kind of shit is never going to happen again. Oh, no. Uh, what's lame is never, ever, ever declare a practice to be, quote, the greatest practice of all time. Well, that was what take was, that shit elsewhere. That was what was super interesting to me. Honestly. But I'm not in the habit of ranking practices all time. But did you hear? Yeah, come yeah. on, but, come uh, on. Yeah, but they were talking about how competitive it was. I got it, but yeah, but <laughs> when Magic was talking about how, and I never, I've I've watched so many Magic Johnson. Obviously, I wasn't alive when he was in the NBA. I've watched so many Magic Johnson highlights, and I've you know, I've. You know, I've 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 been all about Magic's career. Just, I'm an NBA guy, but to hear him talk like he was talking to Jordan, I didn't know he was that guy. I've always known Magic as the smiling guy, like the face on TV. To hear him go at Jordan 
was like something from another planet to me. And then to see Michael Jordan's response really set, it really gave me some context to how dominant Jordan actually was. Because, I mean, Magic Johnson is on everybody's Rushmore, pretty much, for the NBA. I mean, right. Maybe not everybody, maybe since the merger. Let me, before everybody, we get okay. too far away from Magic Johnson, when you're doing uh, the guy thing, and we, we do that a lot, uh, yeah. the guy thing, on your list of Magic Johnson guy things, you don't ever include AIDS? That doesn't come up in your... Well, not anymore, dude. It's a thing I, of the past. I mean, I wish it didn't, but when I think Magic Johnson, I think Larry Bird rivalry. Right. And then AIDS. This is your... This says, what's on your Rushmore of Magic Johnson? Larry uh, Bird, Larry Bird AIDS. rivalry, and in, in, in no specific order here, okay. just four. Okay. Larry Bird rivalry. Okay. This is off the top. AIDS locked in in, in the top two for sure. Jordan uh, practice. No, I think third would be uh, what he did with the Dodgers. Which oh, was shit. have which that. was have no authority, secure front row seats, uh, at uh, L.A. Dodger games where you can't watch them on TV because that TV contract is crazy, and he has no idea about baseball. He and all he's doing is reaping the benefits from possibly one of the greatest non-championship franchises four years four or five yeah. year run ever without ever doing a thing. He just walked right into it. Uh, that's number three for me with Magic. That is such a big dick move, dude. Yeah, that, he swung it when he did that. Uh, and then I think number four for Magic for me w- would be uh, like all all the shit with him coming up in the finals, the not shooting. Like there were several times where the clock literally ran out on him. Uh, and these are famous plays. I'm not gonna like. Yeah, try they, they called him the Tragic years. Johnson. For years, which was just easy. I think years. that was. I think that was. It was Lord, the eighties, man. I think they, that was caught. That was pre-internet. Yeah, yeah, that was pre-internet. They didn't. Their burns weren't on point yet. But so you came for the mustache talk, but you stayed for the, the Magic Johnson yeah. guy <laughs> Rushmore. So now you got it, folks. Yeah. Uh, what else from the last dance? Uh, what else from those two episodes did, did we like? What I mean, what did you think about Isaiah getting left off the team? You brought that. I, up I mean, we've talked about it before. It's bullshit, and. Jordan, here's what Jordan did. He said, and it makes sense. You know who Isaiah Thomas fucked with in the NBA? Who he who he pissed off? It's essentially the roster of the Dream Team. That that was Isaiah's hit list. The entire roster. And the thing that was Pippen hated him. Burr hated him. Jordan clearly hated him. Uh, um, Carl Malone. Do you think hated him? Carl Malone Malone can't hate anybody. Nobody and nobody can hate him. Carl Malone may be sneakily underrated here in this last dance documentary. He's getting a little play in the interviews, but no one hates Carl. He's got no gambling problems. No. His dad might even still be alive. He's got a great mustache. Well, I, you know, I'm not just going to let you start bald. talking about my... Completely I'll bring bald. it up at the next mustache meeting, but Listen, Malone was there for the, sure. The most notable thing about that, and I've never been an Isaiah Thomas guy. I kind of think he's fake for whatever reason. I don't know. I've just always had that opinion. Are you more but, interested in talking Isaiah or Charles? I'm more interested in talking Isaiah for 30 seconds. I will say that. I, I'm I gonna definitely want to talk... i 35. I go. definitely want to talk Chuck. But it was notable to me that Magic Johnson was... Isaiah, by his own admission, was Isaiah's best friend in the league... And Magic Johnson said, "I don't want this guy." And that was the tipping point. Magic Johnson. But when said, did Johnson say Johnson said that in the documentary? 
No, Magic Johnson well, has said that. At the time? I, I, this is something I knew prior to the documentary. Public knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now let me ask you this. If Magic didn't give a... F- okay, if Isaiah was there, USA wins by 40 every game. They did. Yeah. If Magic wasn't there and Isaiah was there, Dude, they poor, win by 40. Poor Tony. They Co- win by 40. Co- Coach, 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 coach. There yeah. you go. Um, Poor Tony Kukoc. Lost in that was an entire country going through a devastating civil war. The only Yugoslavian that anyone gave a shit about right then was, was Tony Kukoc. Yeah, um, Tony Kukoc. But, but here's the thing with Isaiah. It didn't matter if he was on the team if they were going to win or not. Yeah, they can pretend like they were coming for revenge and and that they had lost four years prior. Not that roster, but the USA. Everyone in the world knew the USA was going to run the table. Absolutely. Okay? So, a career thing for guys is to be able to wear the red, white, and blue one time. Magic, Bird, Jordan, whoever it was, took that grudge out, and they took that from Isaiah Thomas, and instead gave it to Leitner, who had never appeared on a roster in the NBA prior to that. This was after he was drafted at Duke before he played. And they did it for a grudge. They didn't need Isaiah, and they didn't need Leitner. Okay? And so that's the kind of, like, don't play around and be so competitive and serious and then try to pull that angle. That's worse than Isaiah saying, it's okay for me to walk off the floor. It was bullshit. It was absolute Uh, bullshit. Just say, look, I didn't like the guy. I had the authority, clearly, uh, and I didn't want him. Speaking of didn't want him. Adidas has got to be jumping off a cliff one CEO by one CEO every time that this story comes up. Uh, how in the hell does Jordan say, I want to wear Adidas, I love Adidas, but they couldn't find a way to make a shoe. Not make the shoe, make a shoe. But that, that was public knowledge before it happened, and you're right, Adidas, every... Adidas CEO was jumping off. Which was right worse, now. taking Sam Bowie Wait. over Jordan, or Adidas missing out on Jordan? Oh God, not even a, f- not even close. Adidas, not even close. Money wise, but billions. I think, I think even of in dollars. popular culture or like just everything. Billions. A championship yeah. lasts one year. The Jordan brand is forever. You know what it, I like? What Jordan going said. Anywhere, what Jordan said of, um, about the popularity of the shoe, which is so true. It's kind of obvious, but it's so true. He said something to the effect of, if I went out there and scored six points and averaged four rebounds a night... Nobody would buy the shoe. Nobody gives a shit about the shoe. Yeah. That's a and really that's good point. true. Really like, good point. Which is even more amazing that Kanye West's Yeezys have done so well because... Because he's averaging he zero... He is averaging he's six averaging, and four. He's Kanye zero, is averaging zero, six and zero, four. Zero, 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 zero across the board. And so, Kanye, I know you're listening to this. I'm just joking with you. Please, please. I just know that was a joke. Please don't do anything crazy. Yeah, I'm bro. Christian. <laughs> You had you had to do the Christian thing to him, didn't you? I did. He's had enough, damn it. No, the guy's the guy's making worship music nowadays. Um, My dad's a big fan. What else in Last Dance? I, I like I like the uh, story about Atlantic City, uh, as if Atlantic City were Tybee Island to Savannah. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! It what when he was talking, it sounded like it's our like friends. It's like over three hours drive, easy. It sound we all know that guy. First off, in our friend group, we right. know that guy. That like, we know that guy. And I was imagining that guy being Michael Jordan for a minute. Wait, which guy? I think I might be the guy. No, 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 not not you. Maybe you. 
What, what guy? What, what the the gambling guy. The guy that like. Oh. The, no, the guy that like guy. can't stop himself. I thought you meant guy that says Atlantic City is just. You know, just a no, 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 no. That's not what because I am that guy. What? If you ask me how far away I am, I'm gonna say I'm ten minutes away. But in reality, I'm twenty one minutes away on the GPS. Relatively, me to you, I think I'm that guy because I'm always doing that to you. I think you're that guy to everyone else, but I'm so bad that I make the you pale in comparison. But we don't have a hop in a limo, take a three hour right. ride to Atlantic City, right. With your pops, because quote, I couldn't play golf, <clears throat> as if that's supposed to just fly. And it wouldn't fly with anyone except for his, you know, personal, basically, uh, assistant, Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad Rashad... It's uh, an absolute farce, dude. Yeah, what happened, dude? My mom was like, I recognize this guy. I was like, We all did. We ate cereal with him every Saturday. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, no no kidding, mom. She was like, what happened to him? I was like... He was in Jordan's pocket, homie. I mean, is, uh, Jordan's. Do you think uh, uh, Madrashad even considered asking Jordan if he might want to consider maybe possibly taking the sunglasses off? No, no, no. Ahmad Rashad had no say. Did you anything. Did you hear him? In Jordan the, picked out Ahmad Rashad's suit for that interview for him. On the documentary, he brought that up, and it was. He said, "Hey, man, maybe you might want to take those sunglasses off." No, you did it. No, you did No, you did fucking did it. That's you where liar. your friend says, your friend says, and then I told her, and then I told him, you know, go fuck yourself. But he didn't actually say <laughs> He didn't say that. He, didn't he say fucked that. that. That's where you're like, oh man, you said that? Well, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah. I didn't. That's what I was thinking, though. I, I, I did. I'm glad, I'm glad you're on the same, I'm glad you're on the same wavelength as me on that. Because I, that's exactly what I thought about that. Madrashad, total cuck of the year. It's He's a hot little grits, more somber, but... The Kobe stuff was bone chilling, dude. Dude, that was fantastic television. I mean, it, it really was. Without you know, at, at the risk of sounding like a you know amateur movie critic guy or like film critic guy, that was so well done. Legitimately, so it was. I mean, the timing of it was the chilling part of it. You know and what I mean? Because they already in the locker room calling him that kid from L.A. Yeah, come on, MJ. Yeah, dude. There's, MJ, there's so many you, you of all people, you know the guy that said one bad thing about your 40 year. You know who Kobe Bryant is. You said the kid from LA. Well, that was come on. That was the thing, dude. Listening to Jordan talk on the documentary when he's just talking to the camera, and you're hearing how he speaks in reality. I and have then a you, gambling problem. Yeah, kids aren't hungry. But he's so well spoken, and then you hear him in the locker room when he's talking shit, and he's like. Man, that kid from LA, you know, you know that he takes on that persona. Like you can yeah. see the switch, and I mean that's clearly what he was doing. But that was like that. That's when I really noticed it is when he was like, "Man, that kid from LA." Like he like didn't even want to give Kobe the. He already knew yeah. who this guy was, and he didn't even want to give him the credit because that's just his personality, him shit talking. But like that that like opened up another dynamic. To like, I saw another layer of his personality is that he has that. Switch that he flips, right? You know what I mean. Like he goes he from being become, and he doesn't all. He didn't always do it, but he had the ability to become whatever he needed to become, whenever he needed. In to the become. moment, yeah. And oftentimes he wouldn't do it like that political yeah. stuff. Yeah. You don't think Michael Jordan had the ability to eloquently support the black candidate in North Carolina, and and change that election? 
Of course he had the ability. Is that your take on that? I think Jordan had the ability. I don't know. No, what I took away from that is that Michael Jordan is a Republican. 110 percent no that's he, what i took republicans buy sneakers too that's i know he, yeah but he wouldn't he wouldn't if you if you think a certain way and something that bad is happening to a person that looks just like you it, but it has nothing to do with and it has nothing yeah but and somebody puts pressure on you so a larger question is that and somebody puts pressure on you you don't fold and say yeah you're right i i, I like i like this guy i don't that doesn't make sense i think people uh you know I think guys wearing jerseys with other men's names on the back of it is kind of weird, but acceptable a few days a year. You know what's super weird is when people make athletes role models. Yeah, that's that, if you're that's a parent. Talk about. If you're a parent and you tell your kid, and I don't care who it is, who's the cleanest athlete of all time? Just like post- Tim Tebow. Okay, if you tell your child to look up to Tim Tebow that as a role so model, easy. because he is a famous athlete, and that's why, make no mistake, that's why Tebow was famous. Yeah. That is so weird and backwards. The that's guy can catch a ball and run bad fast example, and though. throw fast. That's a bad example. But I'm saying, though. why do we care yeah. what Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan should not be judged for his moral character, absolutely at all, and, and, that's, and if you do, then you're a weirdo. That's why. That's the problem, and that's why me and you. I mean, I don't know how or you Ka- feel. Or Kaepernick. I don't, I don't, I don't know how it's you feel the same about. Same thing with Kaepernick. Well, he's a little bit. Kaepernick makes a stand, so they, there you go. Like he's put himself in that spot, but it's it's like, that's why me and you have like a problem with LeBron. You know what I mean? I mean? Maybe you don't have a problem with. I have a problem with. Yeah, LeBron. it's weird. That's you know what I mean? But that's because LeBron's he put shit. himself on his, that pedestal, and he's saying, "Not only am I a role model, here's what I think we should all be doing." But I don't you know blame what I mean? it on the athlete. I blame it on us as a society. I do too. It's or societal. Like, when a guy says something stupid, um, uh, when uh, Rex Ryan called Amari Cooper, what did he call him? A thug. No, not thug. Oh no, no, that was Jim. That was, that a thug, or or when or when Dwight Howard, uh, probably ten years ago, said something about the Middle East and went on this long thing as if he was like an expert on the Middle East. He, he did a little Steve Kerr action, what an idiot. and it was all almost completely wrong. Um, th- that is why we don't give a shit what a basketball player think. If you go to the weatherman for the stock report for the stock exchange, you you're don't. An, you're a fucking you don't. idiot. Yeah, you're. And so that's why. If Michael Jordan's in Atlantic City at 2.30 a.m. and the story gets out, the first thing my mind goes to is, fuck yeah, that reporter probably got a decent coin for a raise for getting that story. Dude. That's it. That's all the, that's the extent of it. You did it again, dude. What? Such, such a roundabout way of getting to that point. No, that was. So eloquently. That was just like one of many points. I. It creeps me out that people put athletes on pedestals. I, yeah, I agree. That's I one I one hundred and ten percent agree. Um, and Michael Jordan is probably the best example of that, and he's probably the best example of an athlete, or at least the most. But he's got things that you want your kid to have. For yeah, sure. he's the best example of an athlete that didn't go there. You know what I mean? And he had every opportunity to, and you can see how successful he's been, probably because he didn't go there. Successful is the right word. When you start talking about was he right or wrong, I don't know. 
Can I don't Michael, know. As a white guy, I don't know let me if ask I have you, the ability to... Let me ask you this question. Do you think Michael Jordan has more of an opportunity to make a change as an owner of a franchise now because he did that and he put off that? Politically or change? Politically or just in general in life. Do you think he has he has more of an opportunity to make a change now with all that money and all of that power than he did when he was just a player and all he really had was what he said? I think it's he different. absolutely has more power now. He has more power now because in 2020, Jordan's always going to have more power than... 1990 Jordan. No, because of but do you get 2020? Do you get the Jordan brand? Do you get all that? No, no, no. If you Jordan don't. takes a stand. Like no, no, that? no, 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 no. You, you don't. don't. But, but maybe that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that doesn't because it was a success. Yeah. Doesn't make it. It doesn't make it right. Jackie Robinson was a success, and what he did was was hardcore left wing. Heart would not abide anybody yeah. that wasn't going to put desegregation. And affirmative action and stuff like that at the top of their thing. He got heavily involved in politics. Okay, that doesn't make him right or wrong. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, you're always but make have, no mistake. It, it does have an impact. You're always gonna have do the ends justify the means. And Michael Jordan is definitely. I mean, he's contributed to campaigns. We know that, we and know. he's content with it. I yeah, mean, he th- and but truthfully, I mean, that's all he, that matters. Whatever his worldview might be, I don't actually know. But whatever his worldview might be, he definitely has more power to look. Think to about con- that. We don't now. know. We don't know what Michael Jordan hates and loves. That's crazy. You know what it reminds you of is is Derek Jeter a Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> think about it. Just if you if you like going off your gut, you but you don't have a fucking clue because for fifteen years in New York City, Derek Jeter. We never... Oh, dude, this is a fun game. We never had to act because he did it perfectly because yeah. no one cares if Jeter... And Jeter knew that no one cared and unless he... If he were to said something, then everyone will care, right? Yeah. If you don't say anything, they're not going to care. This is, should be a new segment for us. We what, pick Jeter segment? No, no, no. We pick a random athlete that we don't know their political views. They've never come out about it. Just based off of what we know about them, are they Republican or Democrat? Yeah, be, and we can make it like a little profile box, like you would see in a magazine. Like, yeah. what's in what's on his iPod now? Like, what what is he listening to right now? Yeah. Um, so is is Derek Jeter a Republican or Democrat? I really, I don't, I would not have any clue. Motherfucker. I think living in Florida, dude, he's re- no state income tax. He's he Republican care. as shit. Dude. I think he's just rebuild. Yeah, outside your mind. If, if you there's a Democrat in office, he wants a Republican in because he's trying to rebuild. He's trying to rebuild. He's selling it all, dude. Yeah. I think he's Donald Trump. He fires everybody immediately. He would trade Trump for a couple of first-round picks and if they took some salary. And then he would take those first-round picks and he'd trade them for more first-round picks. Right. And then all the while banish Marlins, man. Right. That's a different thing. I guess that's neither here nor there nor there. Um, anything else from last? There was so much shit in, this last, in these last no, two man, episodes. I can't wait. Every uh, every episode leaves. Me. It's weird to see athletes uh, being the brand leaders for fast food chains like McDonald's. Ugh. Are you telling me that we all believed Michael Jordan was routinely eating, eating McDonald's, McDonald's and then getting like a soda to go? And those like the, those famous like big ass. He probably to go could. Goes. I mean, Honestly. of course he could. He played a billion holes before yeah. playing in an All Star game or whatever. My guy was um, smoking cigars. What did you think of their... Af- what did you think of their... I'm throwing you a curveball. What did you think of their fucking outfits 
whenever they were on the golf course, dude. Why the uh, <laughs> why the paper boy hat? I don't get it. That's what I'm saying, dude. He was on the corner the screaming extra, extra. The shorts. I this, see. I like the puffy short. That's a got a little MC Hammer. It made me want to. It made me want to hit eBay and like pick up some vintage 1990s golf outfits. They look. Imagine if you wore that to the course today. You know it would be Jordan, instantly recognizable. Jordan on the golf course too. I, I, you can easily tell that he's the guy when he doesn't hit a good shot. This is the kind of line he uses. Damn, I just I can't get over the top of it today. Or I can't get inside that. He says something obscure and just general enough. Where it's a built-in excuse that no one else even knows what he's talking about. Also, I can't, I can't get it today, man. I thought he'd be a little better, right? He's J- Michael Jordan doesn't seem like he's that great at golf, which yeah. makes this legend even greater. Yeah, because he's still willing to bet the house and then the next house on it. Yeah, um, Curry's wiping the floor with him. And couldn't golf. hit a curveball though. All I right, think, I think we're good. That was heavy last dance, but I feel like it needed to be done. Yeah. Uh, quickly, I wanted to say uh, if you have not. You should listen to episode 10. That's my one-on-one interview with Phil Deary um, of PD Fitness here in Savannah. Really interesting story. A lot of guys going through weird stuff with coronavirus, trying to stay in shape and still keep ready for a season that may or may not come. So that's episode 10. Also, episode 9, Spencer and I have been recording uh, the last few episodes, probably episodes four through nine, nine yeah. were remote where he was on one phone, I was on the other. Uh, while we're recording and editing, it all sounds right. But clearly in episode nine, uh, which is still a fantastic listen, uh, there are things that are just weird. Like there, yeah, some things that, uh, that come the audio out of was out of order. So I so. wanted to apologize to you guys for that. Obviously, uh, that's not what we're going for. So tonight we made the effort I mean, extreme effort, folks. Like, you guys need to appreciate us. Yeah, we risked it all. Uh, This uh, is us going to Atlantic City at 2.30 in the morning before Game 7 of the final, Game 6 of the finals. Yeah, well, we can't play golf. Yeah, we can't. Quickly, first thing that comes to your mind, Magic Johnson. AIDS. Boom. It's over. All right, thank you guys for listening. Episode 11, Hot Grits Podcast. uh, On Twitter, at Podcast Grits. Please, please, please rate and subscribe on Spotify. And Apple Podcasts, five stars only. You guys know the deal. Uh, Until then, stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.